Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots. So feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today we're talking about our first ever viewer request, 2001's The Others. Let's get spooky. All right, I'm going to kick us off with a summary. So in 1945, Grace and her two kids, Anne and Nicholas, live in a remote country house. Uh, Both of the children suffer from some sort of disease that causes photosensitivity. It's never really named. Uh, But Grace hires three new servants to help around the house since her husband went to war and hasn't been heard from since. Strange occurrences begin happening around the house, convincing Grace that there are others present uh she asked one of the servants to check the grounds for any gravestones thinking the others she's seen must have been buried there uh, unbeknownst to grace the servants are actively hiding graves on the grounds grace's husband returns to the house but is kind of like distant while he's there and then he leaves suddenly stating he has to return to duty despite grace saying the war's over And then one morning, the family wakes to find all the curtains in the house are gone, which is detrimental to the kids due to their light sensitivity. Grace blames the servants and has them all banished. Uh, We then find out that the gravestones the servants were covering up were their own gravestones. And the servants have been dead the whole time. (laughs) So uh, the servants tell Grace to go and confront the others in the house who are still making a ruckus. Uh, She finds out that the others are actually a medium and a family who are trying to contact them. Grace had actually killed her children and then herself and has also been dead with the servants the whole time. Everybody's been dead the whole time. (laughs) Um, We kind of end with the servants wanting to coexist with the new homeowners and Grace seems adamant not to uh for sale sign is put up on the property and that's where it leaves us yeah (laughs) excellent summary it's a little i feel like it's kind of confusing if you haven't seen it like yeah there is so many people turn out to be dead the whole time (laughs) (laughs) It's like the sixth yeah, sense almost, on crack. <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say, I got the same kind of like, oh my God, feeling of watching this that I did watching the sixth sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember though, the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, Grace seems like kind of a bad mom. Like she's so mean to her kids and she punishes them instead of listening to them and she never believes them. And then I finished the movie and I was like, oh. Yeah, no, she's a really bad mom. Yes. Yes. Oof. Yeah. Um, and supposedly, you probably already knew this, supposedly Nicole Kidman like did not want to play this role for that reason. She was with Tom Cruise at the time, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Cruise produces or directs or something. Um, produces. And uh, so she kind of had her in and she quit through rehearsals. Um, because she didn't want to have to go to like that dark place of having killed her own children. Um, I think she did a bang up job. Yeah. 
Very true. She did quit. She kept getting nightmares. She had just come off of Moulin Rouge and was like, that was really fun. This isn't as much. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I thought performance-wise, she she nailed it. She did fantastic. Yeah, agreed. I, di- I would never have known at the beginning was her voice, though, until I saw her actually talking with that high pitch of a voice. I don't remember her voice doing that. Yeah, I feel like it definitely sounds different. She's obviously putting on an accent the whole time. Yeah. It's an Australian playing a English woman directed by a Spaniard set in Germany but was filmed in island. Spain. Yeah, some island that I think was off it's not a real place anymore. I think it's, it was called Jersey. But I think mm-hmm. it was like part of Germany. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like technically a Spanish movie. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's one of like the highest grossing Spanish movies of all time. It is. Yeah. The screenplay was originally written in Spanish and then translated to English. But it's also uh, so the Goyas in Spain. They're like the National Film Awards there. And this was the first movie to ever win the best film award at the Goyas with not a single word of Spanish spoken in it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else about. Oh, the director doesn't speak a drip of English. Yeah, he's Spanish. Mm-hmm. I think it was, wasn't it Tom Cruise who was like, okay, we're making this in English? He I'm fell in love sure. with it or something at some film festival, and he's like, "Okay, we're 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 making this in English." Sounds right. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody can correct us if we're wrong. Yeah, let us know, Tom Cruise, uh, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's what actually happened. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I like the title of the movie though, because I think. Like, when you watch it the first time, you think the others are, like, the family that's moved in, who, at first, you think are ghosts. Mm-hmm. And then as you keep watching, you think the others are the servants, because you find out they're dead. And you're like, oh, my God, they're the others. Mm-hmm. And then, at least in my mind, like, the final realization is knowing that, like, Grace and her kids are kind of the others. Yep. And I guess the servants, too, because they're all ghosts. But, like, this new family is literally just trying to vibe, and they're causing a ruckus. Yep. Wild. Yeah, totally flipped the script several times throughout the entire movie. Yeah. I, I like, love that, though. Oh, yeah, I like that it's from the ghost perspective. Like, when you watch a haunted house movie, it's never from the ghost's point of view. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. Um, which reminds me what I was about to say. Um, I think it's one of the highest rated horror films of all time. Or not highest rated. Highest grossing horror films of all time also. Yeah. Not only the highest grossing Spanish film of all time, but one of the highest horror films. Yeah, it, it did commercially very, very well. And critically, too. Yeah. People love the others. You gotta <laughs> get out there and see it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something to be said about how we watched The Mist and it had arguably the most shocking ending of any movie ever. Um, yes. And we didn't like it necessarily 
as much. Well, I'm I'm speculating here because we haven't even talked about how much we like this movie. I really liked the others. Um, but it just goes to show that like you can make a good movie with a good ending. It doesn't have to be a shit movie with a good ending. Ouch. <laughs> I don't think The Mist is a shit movie, but I do think it's like I love it because of the ending. The middle's yeah. fun. But the ending is <laughs> that's where yeah. it's at. Whereas the others I think is just solidly good all the way through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. What if I was just like, no, I rated this a negative eight. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> surprised. The podcast would be over. <laughs> We've disagreed before. Remember when you hated the menu and I loved it? I do. Remember when I thought the alien was the horniest movie of all time and you didn't think it was at all? I expected us to disagree over the sexiness scale, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still hoping that, like, in a few months' time, you're like, "Mm, I'll try the menu again (laughs) and you'll just have a... A great old time watching. Maybe. You're like, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. I'll not put myself through that again. Yeah. I. Back to the others, though. I think you. Do you want to say what movie you actually realized you were trying to describe? <laughs> oh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> So in last episode, at the end of the episode, I was describing uh, what I thought was the others, but what I was actually describing was uh, The Hills Have Eyes. And I think I did a pretty good job describing The Hills Have Eyes. That was the the DVD cover I was thinking of, which is why my brain went like deformed people, house on a hill. Yeah, your description was much closer to that of The Hills Have Eyes than the others. Yeah. But I really like the trend of you just describing a completely different movie. Because <laughs> yeah. eventually you're yeah. probably going to get it right. Like A lot of more Hopefully. movies are pretty similar. So I think eventually you could just fucking nail it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. What did you say the parents' names were? You said Cheryl, right? Yeah, like Cheryl and David or something. Cheryl's not that far off from from Grace, I feel like. Yeah, same like time period. Yeah. They could be sisters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I liked the What did you like about it? Oh god. Oh, sorry. I liked a lot of things oh. about it. Um, there were like, I I think it was kind of cool to like rewatch because I've only seen this movie twice. This is only the second time I've ever seen it. Um, how long ago was the first time? College. Okay. Yeah, probably twenty twelve. Yeah, I watched it for. It was, yeah, it had been out for a while. Yeah, like 10 years. Yeah, and I, I didn't watch it. And then I took a screenwriting class when I was in college. That's right. And they played us this movie. 
and had us try to guess who the others were as we were going. Did you get right? No, but I was pretty close. Partway through, I guessed that the kids were dead. Um, I figured the dad was dead. Yeah. And I figured once she pulled out the letter from the mailbox, I figured that the servants were also dead. Yeah. But I, I don't think I ever guessed that she and the kids were dead. Yeah, I think there was like one or like early on where like the kids would say things and then Grace would repeat it to the servants and then the servants would respond where I was like, oh, are these kids dead? And they're just mm-hmm. taking like what she's saying instead of what the kids are saying. She's just repeating it. But I don't know. Yeah. That was fucking ages ago that I watched. Yeah. But I like uh, like rewatching it. I liked seeing like little hints throughout of what the, the twist actually was. Um, like the family is shown at the table like a lot of times, but they're never actually shown eating. I think I looked it up. Apparently there is one like in a home release version. It shows uh, the daughter Anne like sipping from her bowl at one point. But in the versions I've seen, that's not in there. So <laughs> like they never yeah. eat. Um, but I think my favorite hint was uh, when the gr- gardener is covering up the gravestones like early on in the movie. Mm-hmm. The gravestone that you see has a Celtic cross on it. And the housekeeper whose grave it ends up being is Irish. So it was kind of like yep. a little hint, hint, nod, nod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice it the first time. but <laughs> well, That's a very good hint. I also it uh, got a little red flag when she said that um, the whole area was evacuated for tuberculosis or whatever. Yeah, I think that was kind of another hint, too, because I don't know if, like, that's what caused the the younger housekeeper to be mute. Was maybe she had tuberculosis and that... Well, all three of them were killed by tuberculosis. Yeah, so maybe that was, like, another hint is that she was mute because she had it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is tuberculosis making me... I've had tuberculosis. Here I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Making a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I never have to be tested for TB ever again because it'll always be positive. Oh, interesting. Um, it can permanently change the voice quality and it can affect the vibrations of the vocal folds. I don't know, maybe. She made some comment at the end where she's like, yeah, those are the last words she ever spoke. Hmm. Where are we or whatever? Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't really clear why she wasn't speaking anymore. I think that if you die and become a ghost, like you should be able to talk if you want to. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, no rules. believe in ghosts though i don't <laughs> yeah. we differ in that yeah definitely believe in ghosts. that's all right i differ with a lot of people i know on that one. <laughs> that's all right 
I feel like almost you every have person. those experience. You know, that's what they say, but. Although I always say I don't believe in ghosts, but if they're real, I've definitely seen one, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I vividly remember seeing a young girl in my basement when I was a child. However, I was also a big liar. So okay. I routinely lied about seeing ghosts because I watched so weird and thought that that was cool. So I remember multiple occasions lying about seeing ghosts, but that's oh. the only time I don't really remember like consciously deciding to lie about it. So it's the only one that's a little iffy for me, okay. but I'm pretty sure I was just a liar. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty on brand for me as a person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like I've had a couple ghosty experiences. I've told you about um, waking up from a nightmare from a phone call from my mom. Yes. Yeah. So I was um, sleeping one day. Uh, I was taking this, or I was having this dream about my grandpa and I walking through his, like, the, the garden of his retirement home, his um, nursing care home. And... Um, he just kind of has to stop for a second and he looks at me and he's like, I'm really tired. And so we sit down and he's like, I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And then I wake up from a phone call. My mom's calling me. It's like still dark outside, like very early in the morning. She's calling me to tell me that he had died. That was my, that's at least the one that I remember most vividly, but I'm sure I've had others. Yeah. See, like it's stories like that that make me feel like an asshole. Like, I want to take it away and be like, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> but I fully believe that you had that dream and that that happened. Yeah. You just don't believe it was a ghost that caused it. No. Yeah. But I do love the idea of ghosts. I kind of okay. wish I believed. I just, no matter how hard I try, I can't, I can't well, do it. I mean, it is a choice. It's really not, though, because I would choose to believe oh. if I could. But every time I, like think about it i'm like and it's, it just doesn't check out for me <laughs> one of these days i'm telling you you're gonna have an experience it's gonna just like flip a switch in you you're gonna be like oh now i get what everybody was saying literally everybody but you uh i feel like it's gonna be more like like if you've ever seen buzzfeed unsolved yeah i think i'm shane Maday. i think i'm yeah. just gonna be balls to the wall against it the rest of my <laughs> Hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. <laughs> your boy. Yeah. But that's okay. Everybody needs a Shane to their Ryan, right? Most so. I'm just the Shane to every single one of my friends' Ryans. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyways, back to the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ghost. Film. It is, yeah. Um, I One of the things that I thought was interesting was like, that the the kids remembered what happened, but they didn't know they were dead. But then, like, Grace didn't seem to remember it at all. Because Anne tells the medium that Grace smothered them with pillows. Yeah. But then she says, like, oh, is that how she killed you? They're both like, we're not dead. Like, we're not dead. But, like, mm -hmm. 
they are, but Grace seemed like really shocked even at the fact that she said like that she smothered them. True. Yeah. So I was like, interesting. Like, I'm not sure how much of their deaths they remember in the afterlife. And obviously they didn't even remember they were dead. So maybe that like comes with it as you go that like you regain that memory once you kind of accept the fact that you're dead. But yeah, probably. But it was weird that the kids remembered that. Kind of along those lines, I was expecting once we find out that the kids were smothered and then Grace shot herself. Grace, right? Yeah, Grace mm-hmm. shot herself. Um, I was expecting like, you know, that trope where you find out that somebody's dead and they're like mutilated in the way that they died. Yeah. that I was expecting that for her to like, I don't know, take off her jacket and like there's a gunshot wound through her back or something i don't know what i was expecting but um but yeah i that was that was how i was expecting her to find out that yes she is in fact dead Mm, okay no not a lot of like uh not even not a lot there's just none no gore this is not a gory film and still spooky yeah it had its its moments Mm-hmm. Um, you know the scene so the scene where like Grace comes into Anne's room she's got like her dress on and like the sheet over her <laughs> and uh, instead it's like an old woman sitting there yes. <laughs> she's yes. like where's my daughter and she's like I am your daughter <laughs> yes creepy so that movie or that scene was parodied in Scary Movie 3 oh and I saw Scary Movie 3 before I saw this movie. So that was probably a funny scene for you. So that did not have the intended effect on me at Because <laughs> I remember just being like, oh, this is where that's from. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but I like it. We're I slowly didn't... collecting all the movies that were parodied in that series so that you can, you yeah. can watch it and, and understand it. it. Yeah. Um... That's like such a niche. The more we talk about the scary movies, like it's such a niche community to cater to just people who have watched every horror movie ever. I mean, I think I think what they did well, though, was that they really went after movies that were commercial successes at the time. Okay, so like even if. Yeah, I think they were still relevant in pop culture, even if you hadn't seen them. Okay. And at the time, a lot of people had seen them. You know what I mean? So it'd be like, it'd be like them parroting Megan now. Like a lot of people have seen Megan, whether they were horror fans or not. That's true. That's true. Sure. Like culturally relevant stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes more sense. Um, I didn't like maybe it was just like where I watched the film, but I didn't like how like the sound was imbalanced and like some things were really loud. I don't like that. I don't like really loud. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. It just, yes. That's like my thing is like, I I know something loud is going to happen. So I turn it down a little bit, but if I turned it down that I couldn't hear literally anything else so I had to leave it up and then I had to be scared by the loud stuff because it would happen yeah anyway yeah that yeah that is also a pet peeve of mine um 
like when they were talking, it was like they were whispering. And then anytime like anything remotely dramatic happened, the music would come in so fucking loud that you were just like, okay, let's all take a moment. <laughs> yeah. Or like the the sounds that the ghosts were making, the the others were making. The, yeah, not the others. You know what I'm saying? Um, the non-ghosts. Like the, ghosts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the the live people, um, like the scampering across the the ceiling or whatever, and and shaking the chandelier like that was all really fucking loud. When Grace is in the room with like the, I don't know if it's a nativity scene or what, but like Jesus is is in there and they're all covered in sheets, and like there's some like moaning noise or something. So loud. That one really got me. So loud. So loud. Yeah. I do wish like there's a way to have like louder moments of like more intense without it being that big of a disparity between the two. So yeah. I, I agree. I don't even think it has to be louder. I think it just has to be sudden. I mean, I think like a slight change in volume is fine, but yeah, not that, not that big of a difference. Yeah. It was dramatic. It was dramatic. Yeah. I was constantly at either full volume or no volume. Yeah. There's another one of my, like, one of my favorite horror movies, but it does that, too, where I'm like, really wish that you would have just kept it consistent, but it's like the quiet is so quiet and the loud is so loud that it was like, uh, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. But, I mean, I guess it made it a little bit more interactive. I really had to yeah. focus on, like, okay, when do I need to turn this down? <laughs> yeah, it's an interactive horror movie when you have to, like, just have your finger on the volume button the whole time. So mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's literally what I did. <laughs> Are there other movies with that same trope? The I, don't, I just took the conversation back, like, ten minutes. No, you're fine. Um, Are there other conversations with the, like, or movies with the, um, you find out the main character is the one who's dead? Six cents. Oh yeah, but <laughs> um, lost. Of course. <laughs> Let's just Funny spoil everything where it was like they were dead the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, lost is uh that can, that's still kind of open to interpretation. I feel like uh, I don't think it was ever explicitly stated that these people were dead. Oh okay. I guess I um, I didn't actually. I watched the first season and then like a polar bear came out and then they never talked about it again. And I thought, you know what, this isn't for me. And I had to. Yeah. I had to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think I told you that I um was a huge fan of Lost. Watched it a billion times. I still to this day listen to the soundtrack all the time. Um, and the last time that I rewatched it, which was not too terribly long ago, I just wrote down all of the questions that I ever had while watching the show and if the question was answered i'd go back and cross it off there was far more unanswered questions than there were answered questions and the polar bear was certainly one of them um yeah but it's funny that you bring up lost because i could not figure out where mrs mills where i knew her from she was in lost oh shit <laughs> okay yeah, she was and funny enough she was the leader of the others in lost oh fuck me oh they knew what they were doing yeah they knew exactly what they were doing interesting mm-hmm Nice. But to answer your question, yes, there are more movies that have that uh, they were dead the whole time thing. But like, obviously, the ones that are on our list, I'm not going to say which ones they are because okay, that would there be are others on the list. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Six Sense is on our list, but like at, the, at this point, that. everybody knows the ending to that movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's at least a couple 
that that is that is the uh the plot twist but obviously i will leave it up to us watching it for you to find out which okay who what movie do you think does it best Six one sense. of the two that we write okay i mean yeah i i feel like it's that movie is kind of the peak of doing that trope right like well and that's why i asked is because like at some point people realize that they can't remake a trope and it just kind of ends with a movie but apparently they didn't realize that when Sixth Sense did it first <laughs> I mean I think this movie did it very well too um, it was definitely yeah. more guessable yeah yeah like, I think there were it, more hints in this you. one yeah for sure doesn't Sixth Sense have like a have like a back backflash flashback scene I found it. <laughs> a flashback scene where he's like realizing all of the times that he could have figured out that he was dead. Or did I make that up? Uh, yeah, I think there's like a few times where like it flashes back to him dying. And then a few times where like people didn't respond to him that he realized. But honestly, like you rewatch that. I mean, we can talk more about it when we do that episode, but it was done so well with like. Yeah. Yeah, the first time you watch that movie, you do, you don't question it at all. Whereas, like, this movie, you do. Like, the whole time you're like, something's going on here, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yep. But, yeah. I like, the kids did, well, I mean, the the son just was kind of like a scared kid the whole time. But <laughs> the daughter did did a great job. And apparently they auditioned, like, over 5,000 kids for the roles. Mm-hmm. And they cast Nicholas pretty quickly, but Anne was, like, kind of hard to cast because they needed a kid who was going to, like, act very strongly against Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and a lot of kids yeah. just weren't up to the challenge, but I thought she did She did well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we love a strong child actor. Of course. Well, do I we? I feel like <laughs> they didn't, it, well, well. <laughs> um, I feel like they didn't go on to do much more after after this movie, right? I mean, I don't recognize them from anything else, but yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just need the one and then and then that's it. <laughs> You're just good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what didn't you like about it? I think I, I mean, it's supernatural, which by this point we know doesn't really scare me. Um, yeah. So I feel like for me, it, it kind of ended up being more of like a, like a thriller drama than like a horror. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of like the, the downfall in it for me is that it, it yeah, not, not, not enough horror for me personally, but it is beautifully done. I think the story, the acting, the set design, the directing, like, it was was beautifully made. Agreed. Um, I also struggled to, like, define it as horror, because I guess when I'm thinking of a horror movie, I'm definitely thinking of, like, gore and slasher and, you know, (laughs) just, just, I don't know, 
over the top horror. Are you trying to make me say camp? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I'll never make you use that word again. <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, it, I mean, is that over the top to have gore in a horror movie? No, but I think like it's just more like overtly horror. Whereas like I think this one's more like subtle, psychological, creepy horror rather than like overt, all out, obvious horror. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, it, I I think it, it could be more of a psychological thriller. Yeah. Or I would like to know what the actual, like, who decides what genre it is. Is it the director? Is it the academy? Like, who decides? And how? I don't actually know. Look. You can still go back to that notebook. It's fine. It's me. I decide. Um, <laughs> so it's not a horror then no I'll still count it as a horror because I think there are some like thriller horrors that are more subtle that I still consider horror this included um, sort of a side note but along the same topic um, Terminator 1 is a horror movie Terminator? Mm-hmm. oh I've never you know seen the Terminator. Neither have I. Oh my god. Let's keep it that yeah, way. Um, uh, no. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Just... We should watch it. It's also James Cameron, whose name I did not say once in the last episode. I'm so sorry to our just like to put that out there into the universe. I am so sorry to our Lord and Savior, James Cameron. We did not say his name one single fucking time. I had no idea. I should have known. Incredible film. His name written all over it. Uh, I am not apologizing, James Cameron. I don't care if we say your name ever again. <laughs> Is it? Because I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of sci-fi action. Sure, yes. it's a horror film. Google. What genre is Terminator? Action, fantasy, horror, adventure, sci-fi, cyberpunk, techno-noir, thriller. Yeah, but if you go on Wikipedia or IMDb, it just says action and sci-fi. Who do you believe? Wikipedia that anybody can write or IMDb that anybody can write? Or Google that Google writes? That people pay to. <laughs> also, you just named every genre ever. <laughs> uh-uh. Those are all. Those are all. Terminator. I mean, yeah, they're all like cyber. It's definitely cyberpunk. It's definitely tech noir. It's definitely sci-fi. Right, You've never you, seen it. it you know, How if you, you really want to watch it that bad, I'll, I'll watch it. It just doesn't sound horror to me, but. Maybe it's because there's blood. <laughs> Any <laughs> movie with blood, horror. Horror. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is. Finding Nemo, horror. That's true. That's the first Disney movie that featured explicitly blood. Wow. Well, Sixth Sense is technically a Disney movie, so fake, fake news. <laughs> Wait, is there blood in Sixth Sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but back to the others. There is a remake 
Yes. That's planned. It was announced in 2020. And I think they want to like revamp it to be in present day. But I haven't heard anything about it since 2020. So who's to say where they're at with that? Yeah. Um, If they announced it then, hopefully they didn't announce it in the beginning of 2020 because then it's probably not on the table anymore. No, I think it was October. Okay. Yeah, there's still hope. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't really think it needs a remake, but. I don't think so either. And like. There's two ways to make a remake. Well, I guess there's a handful of ways to make a remake. But in my brain, there's two ways that they usually make remakes. One is like very to the like very similar to the original, right? Like same storyline, sometimes even the same names, like a literal remake or like a continuation or like a an adjacent storyline or you know what I'm saying? Um, I think it would be better served as kind of like an adjacent storyline, like a similar, like, you know, you're meeting this family, you think that they're not the others and they turn out to be the others, not like a, you know what I'm saying? Like not a shot for shot remake, but. Yeah. Yeah. Adjacent. Yeah. I just think like, it, okay, you come out with the others. We all know now. Like we are, you know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's like the miss. You can't remake it. Like you, cause you can't no. do the same thing that you already did. Cause we already know. Yeah. It's not going to have the yeah. same impact. You're going to have to have something. It's going to have to be something different. Right. In some way or another. So it's like basically not a remake at that point. Right. At that point, just make a new original movie. Yeah. Or like a sequel. Yeah. Also or a prequel. <laughs> prequel <laughs> Nicole Kidman's back and she still doesn't know she's <laughs> <laughs> no no like but when she's alive no she's alive and she's driven to madness to kill her own children yeah also this is like a dumb thing but I pulled this movie up on Rotten Tomatoes and <laughs> at the bottom it's like oh you might also like South Park the movie Which I'm not sure what that movie has in common with this one, but like, okay, <laughs> it's like, I don't think so. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't. I don't. I can't think of one thing those two movies have in common. Unless it like spoofs it or something. I don't know. I honestly don't think I've ever seen a South Park movie. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I haven't. I played the game. Oh, hey, there you go. That's all you need. It was a lot. Well, if you liked the others, you might like South Park. <laughs> Good to know. <sighs> All right. How scary? Um, I'd give it like a two and a half. It's like right in the middle. Okay. Because I'm going to be hearing those noises. I'm going to be like, oh, there's a ghost. For like the next week and a half. Yeah. Because I believe in ghosts. Yeah. That's fair. And it's like giving a shape and form to ghosts. That I'm going to now have to think about. It's you. You're the ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. I make my life so much easier. I know. Oh, great. Yeah. I guess I don't have to do my taxes. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> or, you know, work or. Um, I give this movie a one. <laughs> a one? A one. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Out. And again, I watched Scary Movie 3 first. So even the first time I watched it, the impact was kind of lost. That is probably yeah. one of the creepier scenes. And it, yeah, it didn't hold up once you've seen the parody of it. And then you're just thinking about that the whole time. Uh-huh. I think there are like a few creepy moments, but I don't know. I think I'm just, I think I'm just immune to supernatural movies. They just don't bother me at all. Yeah. You're desensitized. Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen Ghost Encounters? Ghost Encounters. You know what it's called? No, Grave Encounters. Oh, yes, of course. Don't scare you? No, but it's on our list. <laughs> I'm excited. I love that movie. I do too. But it scared me. That's fair. It's Not to give too much away, I would probably rank that a little bit above because it's more like jump scary tension. Like, yeah, not quite so psychological. Yeah, this one I feel like is more. You're creeped out at the possibility of something, not necessarily yeah. the something. You know. The scene where like the kids are sleeping too, and like the little girl. Oh, and Victor's doing the. Yeah, like the little girl's like, "I'll shut the curtains then," and then she shuts the curtains, and then you hear like scuttling, and then like the curtains like rip open. Like mm-hmm. that part is a little bit like, <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah, and that was one of the scenes that was like unnecessarily loud. loud. Yep. Like, calm down. <laughs> <sighs> anyway um yeah yeah uh did you think it was sexy at all i didn't no i gave it a one i couldn't really think of anything that was that sexy about this movie one i also gave it a one yeah yeah it's uh not sexy to smother your kids it you know it's almost the least sexy thing yes yeah, yeah. Not a lot of redeeming uh, sexuality in this film. <laughs> nope. What about fucked nope. up? Um, one and a half. I killed her kids. I thought about giving it a one and a half, but I gave it a one because it's just said. Her kids. Yeah, but like they just say it, and it's honestly not even like explicitly said. Like the medium's just like. She put the pillow on your heads. Is that how she killed you? Like, it's like. I mean. If they had, like, done a flashback. Yeah, that's going up. But okay. <laughs> but I think that's just fair. the mention of it, I guess. It didn't. Yeah. The mention of it for me gave it the half. Fair. You're I'm also a, a parent. I am not. So I think that probably has a bigger impact on someone who has children than someone who does not. Yeah, probably true. Um, speaking of the children, I totally forgot to mention um, in my readings about this movie, uh, they kept the kids out of the sun during filming. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some other filming practice that I did not agree with that had to do with the kids. The director would like play scary music at certain times yes. to like make them <laughs> get scared. 
Yes. I like, like keep them on edge. Yeah. 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 Man, horror movie filming practices. Traumatize your actors. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for some reason in horror, they really want to like elicit a real response, which I think like maybe that's not what the movies are for. Uh, yeah. Movies are for eliciting a response from the audience, not from the people who are helping make it. <laughs> yeah. Paid to make it. Trusted yes. to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there should be some sort of like union for horror movie actors and actresses. Horror, horror movie staff and cast. Yeah. I mean, I think as as it goes, like it's kind of becoming less and less a thing to do that. Now they just do that in Marvel oh. movies, but... <laughs> they do well like they just like don't tell their cast stuff so that they can keep stuff hidden which i also think is like not trusting your actors to do their job but (laughs) well i mean that makes sense to me Mm. like plot like hiding plot points when it gets to the point where you're telling someone that it's a wedding when the scene is actually a funeral i don't think that i think that's a little it's a little too far i think no, they did that. Yes, they did do that. And I don't even watch Marvel. And I, <laughs> I think of a wedding. Oh, oh, you go first. I was just going to say, like, I think. It, it, like, they, they care more about keeping it a secret than, like, making it good. Like, it's okay if yeah. the audience knows what's going to happen as long as it's done well. Is it? Is it okay? Yeah. If you had known that this about this movie, would it have been as good? I mean, I just rewatched it and I knew the ending and I felt like it was still good. I mean, but also like this is a you movie literally... that relies on the twist. Whereas like Wait. Marvel movies do not rely on the twist. Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think that they do. Some of them do. Um, but you also literally just said that Having watched Scary Movie 3 first kind of ruined some of this movie for you. Like, it didn't have the same effect on you. It wasn't so as having scary. Having known the ending. Yeah, but it still had an effect. So having known anything about this movie, it would have had an effect on you. But I also think when it becomes an issue of, like, like there are movies that have, like, semi-twists that there are clues throughout where, like, you might guess it. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's kind of what makes it good because there were those clues throughout there whereas like i don't i I don't know why we're talking about marvel movies but like i don't think that they care about that i think that they just care about like no one knowing what's gonna happen or the free zone man i'll start tweeting spoiler (laughs) 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 anyways Um, back to this (laughs) Yeah, no, the, you said something about a wedding that reminded me. Um, that cat from Game of Thrones is in this movie. She plays the, the living mom. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Well. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, anybody who has seen Game of Thrones knows exactly what I'm talking about right now, and they're probably having PTSD flashbacks. Oh, no. Well. Sorry. That's a uh, that character has a very brutal end. Mm. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love seeing I love seeing um 
actors and actresses that you know from newer stuff in older stuff. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Overall, what'd you think? Um, I give it a three and a half. No, you gave it? I gave it a three and a half. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I think I wanted to be more scared. It's just like, I never thought I would say that out loud. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. A lot. Agreed. I liked it. I'd watch it again. It wasn't like too scary, obviously. It wasn't like martyrs where i'm gonna be fucked up for the rest of my life <laughs> apologies for that one yeah um yeah it was a good movie yeah uh, honestly i agree 100 percent uh it was fantastic i think it's very well done it's well made um mm-hmm. again the acting the set design i like that they used like real candle lighting for some of the scenes and it still didn't end up being like so dark you can't even see what's happening <laughs> um mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, again, not as not as horror and scary as I wanted it to be. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, it was kind of fun. I, I think it does have a little bit of rewatchability because you kind of get to see those hints throughout. But I don't know how many times you could rewatch it, you know, because it, it does kind of rely on that that twist at the end where it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We no, know. That's very true. Interesting. We don't uh, we don't align exactly on overall very often. Yeah, we nailed it. <laughs> the movie nailed it. Honestly, it did. Good movie. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think that leaves us with our last question. Would you survive? Okay. See, this one's difficult. Yeah. Because if we're putting ourselves in the situation of the characters, then we're already dead. So there's no possibility to survive. And I feel like that's kind of unfair. So are we able to say that, like, we're the family who moved in? Because then I'm vibing. But if not, then obviously I would not survive. (laughs) I mean, yeah, generally I put myself in the shoes of the of the main characters. Then I think it's a big thing. I think we're already dead. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's an unsurvivable situation, kind of like Blair Witch. Is this the first, like, unsurvivable situation since? Honestly, I think it just is the first unsurvivable situation. Like, I think the thing was kind of unsurvivable, too. Well, Blair Witch, if you're in those woods, you're, I don't think you're living. That's true, because you can't get out of them. Yeah. Also, realistically, A Quiet Place is unsurvivable. There ain't no way they're not farting and dying. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's very true. But yeah, this one is very much like not even a possibility. You are dead. (laughs) That's the point. That's, yeah, exactly. The whole movie is that you are dead. Well, put it on the tally board. We both got another death in the books. (laughs) Cool. We don't die very often. Well, I die more often. You've only died one more time than me. Just Midnight Mass. The board's wrong. Oh. I literally just told you what it was. The I know. Last time. I think I forgot to fix it. Oh, yeah. Um, for anybody who's wondering, 
I have died seven times. Katie has died eight. That's where we're at right now. Tally totals. <laughs> okay. Seven and eight. Got it. Don't yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Well, this is usually the time where I have you guess what the next movie is going to be about, but you've already seen it. So... <laughs> Which one? Oh, Megan. Next up is Megan. So we can't really have you guess it. You already know what happens. Yeah. But maybe you should just describe the plot of another movie that you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I can. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, it'll be good. But yeah, I'm excited for Megan. Yeah. I think just to to um, give people a little taste, um, I would have described, had I not seen Megan yet, I would have described it as I think um, Chucky, like what I think Chucky is about. Oh, great. Okay. We'll do Chucky at one point. Well, Child's Play. Yeah, I'm sure we will. But... Wait, what? The movie's not called Chucky? <laughs> okay, well. No, the movie is not called Chucky. It's called Child's okay. Play. All right, well. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That gives me a little bit more context, though, because I definitely would have, like, I would have gone that direction. Like, it's a toy meant for children, and then it turns out... No, what would have happened is that I would have been like, okay, next up is Child's Play. Describe what happens. And you wouldn't have known that it was Chucky. That's true. That is true. Honestly, very true. I would have had no idea. And then I would have watched it and I'd have been like, why the fuck didn't you just say it was Chucky? <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, but no, I think a lot of people have said it's like a modern day Chucky or like a modern day Annabelle, maybe. No, no, it's the same director. I think. Yeah, I'm like I think Annabelle's pretty modern day anyway. But... Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited. Me too. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks so much for listening. And we hope to see you next week when we talk about the horror sci-fi hit, Megan. We'll see you then. Bye.